Tim Allen, Professor of Anthropology in the Department of International Development here at LSE. Travelled, spent a lot of time in Africa and other places. If I were to summarize your work, it seems to me you emerge from somewhere and you say things aren't nearly as simple as we all thought, generalizations don't work, the bad guys on closer examination are better than you think, the good guys are often the bad guys. This be a fair summary of your work. I think there's fairness in it. I don't always go to places assuming that there's going to be that kind of issue that arises, and some, not all of my work has been like that. I mean, if you take the case, say, for example, of the work I've been doing on tropical diseases, on neglected tropical diseases, my initial interest there in that project was here was um, a range of diseases that were being treated by biomedics with medications that clearly worked, and large populations were being apparently surveyed over period of, of periods of time. So it seemed like an opportunity for looking at, if you like, the, the biological changes in a population and then looking at the people's subjective experiences of that. But going there in the field, looking at really what goes on, we found that actually vast numbers of people were not receiving the medications. But you can understand the kind of frustration. We persuade Bill and Melinda Gates, we say, whoever it is, to dispense this vast largesse. We do the deals with the pharmaceuticals mm. and so on. And along comes this kind of annoying set of researchers who say, we look very closely, and the motorbike's dumping the medicines in the school playground and nobody ever sees it. Now, mm. the risk with this, is it not, is that the best being the enemy of the good, mm. you become somebody who can somehow or other underpin judgments to withdraw completely. Does that happen? Do you fear that it might happen? Your criticisms of best efforts produces a reaction against any effort at all. That has been an aspect of the criticisms of our work from um, scholars and also practitioners who have secured large grants to run particular sorts of programmes. Yeah. My experience of having worked in this arena for a very long time is the truth comes out. Yeah. So in the case of the neglected tropical disease work, you know, my view uh, as we you know, became familiar with what was happening on the ground, was an unless there was unless there was proper recognition of these issues, that over time it would be discovered that rates of schistosomiasis infection, lymphatic filariasis infection, were not actually going down in a sustainable way, and that elimination was unlikely. Is there a sense in which there's a risk that? Some of the people who are running things over there would say, who's this British guy coming in? It's a new form of determined colonialism. You know best. Ugandan minister saying, I don't go and rabbit on about the National Health Service. Yeah. Hands off my service. Is there a hint of a colonial certainty about your interventions? It's very easy to be seduced, if you like, by being an educated outsider with all sorts of privileges. And one sometimes does feel oneself being drawn into being like a kind of little district commissioner or something. Yeah. I suppose I've always felt as an anthropologist working in difficult circumstances that I don't have a right to spy on people, which is what researchers do in those circumstances, mm. unless I give something back to those populations. But saying of humanitarian agencies in northern Uganda, they support and fund systematic 
and large-scale abuse because of the ways in which they facilitated the movements of people. Is that going too far, do you think? Look, at, at, at the peak in northern Uganda, there was something like 1.1 million people living in atrocious circumstances in displacement camps. Created they, by the agencies? Agencies but to been, protect them from agencies had been drawn into the process. You know, there was an anti-insurgency operation which was brutal, and international agencies had been drawn into that process, often with the best intentions. You know, what's to concern me is that often their protocols for acting leads to astonishing levels of cognitive dissonance that they do not see what's in front of their eyes. Mm -hmm. And they have an agenda that's driven by their funding and by the way that they, if you like, market what they do to their donors rather than to their responsibilities to the population. But there are exceptions. You know, my closest allies have always been and within that world. In a word, what are you proudest of professionally? That's only one word? How <laughs> many words? I'll give you four. <laughs> um, I suppose what I feel that I, I do when I do what I do best is I try to speak truth to power. I feel that is my responsibility given the sort of research I do. And sometimes I've been able to do it. Sometimes the consequences have been troubling. But that's what I feel I have to do. I'm a fieldwork-driven researcher. I, if I want to understand something, whether it be the World Bank or the suffering of people in northern Uganda or South Sudan, I feel, as a researcher, I have to go there and see it myself, in some way be part of it. Speaking truth to power, four words. Tim Allen, thank yeah. you very much for subjecting yourself to the Girty Grinning. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs>